Well, well, well. Hi, Frontier Church. Happy Saturday. Just by way of reminder, tomorrow morning we're re-strategizing as a church as two micro-gatherings, a 9 a.m. and an 11 a.m. If you plan to attend the 9 a.m., masks are required. And if you plan to attend the 11 a.m., masks are encouraged. If you plan to worship from home, we will be live streaming the 11 a.m. service. But wherever you worship from, the mission must move forward. That's what explains our strategy here. The mission must move forward. So we want to serve as many people in our church as possible. And tomorrow, during our gathering, we are thinking about the practice of self-denial. So far, we've explored scripture, solitude, Sabbath, and the seasons together. And so the practice of self-denial will conclude our five S's of the spiritual practices. And the most, exci- the most exciting thing I have to say, the most exciting thing I have to say about tomorrow is that Kent Young is preaching in our gathering. So as your solitude comes to a conclusion tonight, make sure that you carve out some time to pray for Kent. It's his first sermon at Frontier on a Sunday morning. So pray for the Holy Spirit to anoint him. Pray for clarity of preaching and pray for people to get saved through his preaching. Self-denial. As we settle into solitude tonight, let's focus our prayer on one verse from Matthew 16. Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me.
Self-denial forms us into the image of Jesus at a subconscious level. So it's not merely, when we practice self-denial, it's not merely about acquiring more theology or more doctrine or even memorizing more true biblical data as irreplaceably important as those things are. Self-denial aims to get the truth of Jesus into our bones, like into the deepest part of who we are. So right here, right now, in this very moment, Jesus Christ stands before you. And his offer to his disciples is an offer that still stands for you and me. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So what do you do? Do you pick up your cross and carry it? Or do you walk by it? There was a theologian named John Stott, and 
He wrote in one of his books this quote, From Jesus' youth, indeed even from Jesus' birth, the cross cast its shadow ahead of him. His death was central to his mission. And moreover, the church has always recognized this. So the church has historically practiced self-denial in a myriad of ways. Fasting, temporarily foregoing the pleasures of the world, and sometimes permanently foregoing luxuries of the world. But the question is not necessarily what has the church historically done. The question is, what does it look like for you to take up your cross and follow Jesus? How big does the cross loom in your life? Is it an afterthought? Or is it something always before you? Thank you.
So for those of us living in the 21st century, permanently or temporarily renouncing the pleasures of the world can just have incredible benefits for our spiritual lives. Modern Christians are learning to follow Jesus by temporarily saying no to television screens or caffeine cravings or addictions or media consumption and so forth. So again, by the power of the Holy Spirit, Christ now stands before you in spirit. In this prayer, in this moment, And his offer to his disciples is an offer that still stands for you and me. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. So again, what do you do? Do you pick up your cross and carry it? Or do you walk by it in preference of a life of ease? Amen. So church, after Kent's sermon on self-denial, we will have one more sermon on the spiritual practices, but it's going to be a conclusion sermon. 
I'll give an overview in that sermon of how the practices function in the life of the believer, and I'll even teach more broadly about how the practices fit specifically within the strategy of Frontier Church moving forward. Because the spiritual practices are not just something that we're going to think about for like a seven-week stretch in a fun sermon series, and then we're going to ditch them and get on with life. They are staying with us. The practices are staying with us. They're embedding them themselves into our vision and mission because we believe it's one of the main ways that the Holy Spirit transforms us as believers. So like we mentioned a few weeks ago, Saturdays in the Spirit is your intro course to solitude. It's your intro course. So as this podcast comes to a close, you might want to keep pressing into the solitude without our help. You might be sensing right now that the Spirit is drawing you deeper that the Spirit wants to say more to you, do more to you, transform you a little more deeply, speak to you a little bit more clearly. And as you continue to sharpen your saw in solitude tonight, maybe this Spirit will have a word for the church tomorrow. Maybe you'll come to one of our micro-gatherings at 9 or 11 or online, and you will have something to give to the church, a word of encouragement into somebody's life, a prophetic word or a word of wisdom or maybe even a word of encouragement. Would that be cool? Well, sweet. I love you guys, and I'll see you tomorrow morning.